welcome. Um, what is your name? My name is Meredith Whitehurst. Do you have a middle name? Lynn. Lynn, okay. Without an E. L-Y-N-N? Mm-hmm. Okay, nice, okay. Um, uh, you did not, when was the last time you rode? I rode on Tuesday morning on the trainer. Okay. Yes, maybe Wednesday, I can't remember. Uh, structured workout or just mm-hmm. like, a, okay. Yes. Is that your preferred, like to do the structured workout? I like a structured workout just really? because I know like this is what's coming and this is when I'll do the effort and then this is when I get a rest. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, how long have you been using Zwift? I downloaded it almost a year ago okay. when I realized that training for the upcoming Ironman was going to be, yeah, it's More coming time. up quick. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. We're, we're skipping it. Um, how did you get started cycling let's start there so in grad school one of my good girlfriends Brooke she decided that she was going to do a half Ironman and this one was in this was the muscle man half Ironman in Mm -hmm. the Finger Lakes and she was like why don't you do it too and so I had about a year to prepare okay and prior to that I had done my sister had gotten me into like a sprint in an Olympic distance. So okay. I did those. Okay. Okay. All right. And so, you know, bought a bike, went to Carytown, bought a bike. It didn't fit me. I was pretty miserable on it, but just kind of stuck with it. Um, and yeah, the kind of the rest is history. I mean, it was pretty, a pretty easy transition into swim, bike, run, you know, like I had been swimming and I had been running. Okay. okay. So I just kind of had to add the bike in. Okay. Um, and I really kind of hated it at first. Really? So, oh Yeah. I hated it. I mean, I loved doing triathlons, and I thought it was really cool, but the bike part, I could have done without. So, yeah. Shame. I should kick you off the show. Um, I know. Um, okay. So, um, what was your first What was your first triathlon, you recall? It was called Mission Man. Mission Man, okay. And it was um, like a small triathlon in North Carolina, Buckner, North Carolina, um, that my sister took me to, and it was a sprint, but an open water swim. So pool swims kind of still, I just don't love pool swims. Okay. Um, so it was an open water swim, I think 700 meters. Um, the bike was really hilly. Okay. Um, and the run was through like some trails, but it was a sprint. So all kind of manageable, you know, okay. like nothing, you know, nothing crazy. How long is a swim in the sprint? Uh, so a sprint can be like you know it can be 300 meters it can be 700 meters it's anywhere from like 300 to a thousand i don't know really okay it's kind of variable okay yeah but the i guess is the run and the bike distance more said or is that also usually the run is 5k okay about you know three-ish mile run yeah and the bike you know i think anywhere from like 10 to 18 20 okay that's not bad that's not bad at all um, do you, when you think of your distance when you're riding, do you do it in kilometers or you, you still? Oh, I'm definitely miles. Really? Okay. Miles, okay, you're sure. not there. Yeah. Um, Chris Mars, I know he does triathlons and he he does all his distance in by kilometers, which is annoying when we're doing Zwift rides. No, and like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it because I'll <laughs> I'll think about it too much. So I need miles. Yeah. Um, uh, so Mission Man Triathlon, mm-hmm. um, the first one, when you did it, um. Were you like, this is awesome. I'm going to do more. Was it like each one you had to be convinced, like family members, friends or something like I did it? Like, oh yeah. Like I, I kind of knew that like, okay, this is, this is really cool. Like it's not, okay. I didn't feel, 
like after runs, because I've done some marathons at that point, and it just, I've always felt kind of beat up after okay. long, you know, races. Mm-hmm. And then with the triathlon, I just kind of felt great. So it was a kind of a, okay, I want to do that again. Okay. So. Okay. So you didn't, okay. So you were prepared. You didn't just like wing it. When no, you you I didn't wing very, it. Very, okay. I mean, I could say like I hadn't swam, like I swam growing up. Okay. And I think a lot of people who are trying to get into triathlons are kind of, I'd say held back because of the swim, you mm-hmm. know, like I think you can go buy a pair of shoes and run, run walk. Mm-hmm. You can go buy a bike, but yeah. the swimming, I think really kind of holds people back from trying them. Yeah. Um, I didn't think twice about swimming, you know, okay. so I did have to get back into the water. Like I don't, I didn't swim much mm-hmm. after grad school. Okay. So, yeah. you swimmer. Was it recreational swimming in grad school? Or like for No, I just swam for exercise, okay. you know, Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, so you, you did your first one. You were hooked. hooked. Um, did you just like increase the distance? Like do the, was it, okay, all right. It's a sprint triathlon. It's mm-hmm. the, what's the next one? Olympic. It's Olympic. And, and then it, you could do like a half Ironman, full Ironman. Full Ironman. Okay. Yeah. Was it just like, I like this distance or... I want to do harder. I want to do longer. Like how you that know, like I'm, go? I kind of more of just a distance. Like I remember, like swimming. We would do like swimathons, okay. and I could just swim and swim and swim. So like I feel like I've always just been like, I'd rather go kind of long mm-hmm. than short and like super fast, like redlining. Uh, okay. So I kind of like the longer things. Okay. Um, so I did an Olympic, and it's kind of in that halfway point where you're really kind of pushing yourself like mm-hmm. to the point like you feel like you're gonna puke yeah um and that, i really didn't love that distance so <clears throat> i um my, my girlfriend brooke said let's do this half iron man and mm-hmm. then we can go wine tasting afterwards so i was like that sounds great you know so yeah so she got me into the half iron man and i went into that you know i kind of trained myself i didn't mm. really know what i was getting into okay and um yeah, I did it, and I again, like I loved it. And um, her husband was the one who said, "Hey, you know, a whole bunch of people from Richmond are doing Coeur d'Alene, the Ironman next year." And um, yeah, I um, I didn't know where Coeur d'Alene was. Like, is yeah. that in France? Is that in Canada? Like, I didn't know. So, so you did more. I did more, um, okay. but you know, I'm I'm still. I feel like I'm relatively. As far as a lot of my friends go, like I usually average like maybe one to two races a year. Okay. Um, so it's not really about the race, even though I do love that. It's really more about like the training and the okay. consistency and the. Um, so you. You enjoy the the process of getting ready more than like actually completing the event. I like I like the process of getting ready, and I feel like I like to have just one main focus as opposed to like. Oh, let's do a, a race here and a race here. So okay. I'd rather just have like one big thing that I'm focusing on. Okay. Um, as opposed to lots of little things. Okay. I, I've never done well with lots of little things. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, but you've also got some time constraints with two kids. I have uh, two children. Yes. Um, how is that? Like, is, how is that like with the, you know, being a mom, managing that time and try preparing for an Ironman? Yeah, it's it's nothing like I expected it to be. Um, it was harder than I expected it to be. Okay. But I think, you know, a good friend of mine, and I think he meant well, but, he, you know, he found out I was pregnant and was like, oh, you can kiss Iron Man's goodbye. And 
something about that, you know, just kind of, I'm not defined by Iron Man, yeah, you know, yeah. but something about that just kind of, you know, <laughs> I didn't love, <laughs> I didn't love being told that, okay, right. that part of you is gone now. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> after Sloan, I had her in 2017. Um, after having her, I was like, you know, I could, I could do this. You know, I need mm-hmm. a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did one the year after Sloan. Um, yeah. And it okay. was it was much much different than before. Okay. So prior to having kids, there were two a days. You know, like mm-hmm. I'd, I'd yeah. wake up early yeah. and I would go do a workout, and then I'd go to work all day, and then mm-hmm. I'd come home and do another workout. And now it's I wake up really really early, do one workout. I might squeeze something in on my lunch break at work. Yeah. Uh, but I'd say that the two a days are you think are, might are be done. Okay. Yeah. So. Definitely different, and definitely the mom guilt. I, um, I, ex- I did not expect that to hit me like it did, um, and it's it's tough. It's tough when you're not there when they wake up in the morning and they ask, "Where were you, mommy?" Because they don't understand. Right, but right. one day they will. One day they will understand, and uh, they will. So. Um, and if you keep doing them, um, they'll get older. You may find a little bit more time. Yes. You know. Yes. Um, so you can go back to the two a days. Right. If, if I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, working on the triathlons, um, figuring out the time, um, and you just, you had a son in 2020? Yeah, I had another daughter. So we oh, waited, daughter. Yeah, okay, we okay, waited daughter. to find out, like, for, for both of them. And okay. I was convinced the first one was a boy. Um, and was pretty sure the second one was a girl and I was right, you know, like, you know, so we had a girl in 2020 mm-hmm. in August. So, um, it was the best part of 2020. I mean, that's pretty, pretty obvious. Um, yeah. but that was the best part of 2020 awesome. for sure. Um, and then you did an Ironman after what was the one you I did. did? So I did Coeur d'Alene and the whole reason of that was <clears throat> I did Coeur d'Alene in my as my first Ironman in 2011, and uh, and that um, yeah, that was just a wonderful experience. I did it because it was the year I was turning 30, mm-hmm. and so I wanted, you know, something to kind of say, okay, this is this is it, and it came back after they had canceled it mm-hmm. on my 10-year Ironman anniversary. So okay. I was like, it's just kind of written in the stars. I need to do this one again, um, you know. When I first did Coeur d'Alene, I hated the bike. Like, mm-hmm. I was ready to leave my bike in transition and say, somebody take it. I don't want it. Um, and fast forward 10 years, I love my bike. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's all about the bike. And yeah. you get the right bike, the right fit, and it's just, it's it's amazing. It's a game changer. Okay. So. Um, despite you not enjoying the bike portion, and now more so you enjoyed the bike portion of it, um, which one's the most taxing upon you? Which which one of the which one of the legs do you feel like is the most taxing? I feel like the swim is just kind of like okay, get it done. Mm-hmm. I don't burn too many matches on the swim. Um, I'd say the bike, just because I'm still. I mean, as long as I've been biking and and doing that, I've gotten much stronger. But it's still just I don't know. I still feel like just the length of it is okay. kind of what sucks. You know, sucks the energy. You've got to nail your nutrition. Yeah. Um, and that's, I've been pretty lucky with nutrition for the most part mm-hmm. um, and hydrating. I've had so many like coaches and, and people to ask questions, okay. you know, like, so I, I say, I think bike for yeah. sure. It's one that's taking the most. Okay. Yeah. Um, you mentioned coaching. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't start out with a coach. Um, I did not. When, when did you decide? What was the decision to get a coach? Um, once I, you know, kind of, I kind of, I feel like I kind of cheated the half Ironman, the first okay. one. I was like, okay, I could definitely do better. Uh, okay. Um, and so the same group of people um, that I kind of got into for the first Ironman were all coached by, ironically, my high school swim coach. Okay. So it just seemed like kind of a nat- natural progression. Okay. Um, so she started coaching me, um, and it was just a great fit. Mm-hmm. Like she's she's always been. Her name's Karen. Okay. Um, but her mindset is you know quality over quantity. So. Okay. You know, she wasn't having us do these long bike workouts and then a long run right mm-hmm. afterwards. Um, and she kind of respected people's time. Okay. You know, regardless of your situation, like with kids, no kids, full time mm-hmm. job, part time job. She kind of respected, like, okay, none of us are professionals, but we all still want to get better. Okay. Um, so it it was great. It was kind of a natural, like, it's a good fit. Of, okay, so yeah. first coach. Okay. Um, you ride with uh, uh, under Sweet Spot with Sweet Spot. So I've ridden, um, I've done their like inside training, okay. and mm-hmm. and at one point Karen and Aaron mm-hmm. um, from Sweet Spot they kind of joined forces, okay. and so Aaron would write all of the bike workouts for Karen. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so it's kind of a, a team effort, okay. um, which was really nice, you know, because okay. you get Aaron's you know, knowledge and cycling, um, which I still feel like that's my biggest area of potential growth. Like, okay. yeah, for like sure. The, the, the knowledge in cycling or the knowledge it? and just, you know, kind of folk, if I, I feel like if I just focus on cycling, mm-hmm. I could get stronger. Okay. Um, but I've never just focused on cycling. So in this, okay. Yeah. So I was in the three. Okay. Um, uh, skipping around here, you did between the waters. Um, I did, um, with your husband and who else was there? With My you? sister was there, okay. um, and we've done it. So we did it the first year. So in 2017 was our first year doing it, and oh, really? we've okay. gone back every year doing it as a family. Like so, my dad would ride. Um, we haven't got my mom out there, but you know, between my my sister, my brother-in-law, my husband, mm-hmm. myself, and my dad, we would all kind of oh, really? do various distances. Yes, so oh, it's nice. it's become kind of our annual family gathering so nice. i love that i love it out there it's great um, uh i that was my first century 2017 was 2017 was my first century was doing um the between the waters um did you do 2018 you did 2018 i did 2018 okay um, yep because that was yes i did the 100 miler that year and i think that was the year that was like pouring down rain the roads were flooded yes um if you uh, talk to Lucille and John or Josh about that, like they will, they will tell you the stories of us riding through, um, through puddles yes. that were like up to our crank, yes. you know, through that. So I do there. remember yeah. that. And I had a couple, uh, you know, a cute little old man pull up in a pickup truck just saying, would you like a ride? You know, and, I'll, <laughs> and that was my like one weekend to get a hundred mile in for Ironman Arizona, which mm-hmm. was coming up. So I was like, I'm I gotta, finishing this. I got to do this. Yeah. It was terrible. That was, that was a tough one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That. We've gone back. Yeah, that that did not feel great. It did not. Um, but did you do it by yourself or did you do it with the family? I did. So I started it off with um, I started off with my dad, and he ended up like I think it just got too cold for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he ended up getting my sister to pick him up, and okay. then I finished it by myself. Okay. So it was just 
it was just me being stubborn, um, okay. which I feel like is how I finished 90% of my long run, rides, mm-hmm. just being stubborn and not wanting to stop. So, okay. yeah. Were you like dressed for the cold for the for the? I think I was dressed appropriately, but my my dad loves to stop at the aid stations and chit chat, and I just really <laughs> wanted to get it done. Um, so like I would sit at the aid stations like let's go, let's yeah. go, and I didn't want him to not have fun, right. and I wanted him to be warm and and get the mm-hmm. nutrition he needed. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I was like, this needs to be over. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, John John Bagenstein is notorious for just conversating with everyone at the rest stops and then making friends with them. Um, and, and, and then probably them. taking pictures with them. Taking pictures. Yes. <laughs> my God. All the pictures, 95% of the pictures I've been in for the last like four years, John is taking. Um, <laughs> but I also have all those memories because yes. of all those pictures he's taken. So, um, yes, I understand. I think with the rest stops, I'm also like, let's like take just amount, the right amount of time. And then like, let's, let's go on. So, yeah. um, I can understand. Do you, um, so you've ridden with your family. Uh-huh. Um, were they riding before, like, or did you like? It was just like, was this thing they were already doing? So my sister was definitely yes. So I was kind of the last one to kind of join, you know. Like my sister had been doing triathlons and riding. Um, my husband, um, mm-hmm. David, he um, bigger cyclist, like okay. mountain biking, road biking, uh, much much stronger nice. than I am. Um, so so yes, okay. I think we kind of got my dad more into it. Okay. Like, so nice. Um, it's been good for him. And they all, they all enjoy it, right? They're not like, mm-hmm. just, okay. Yep. Awesome. Cool. Um, yeah, that's, that's the first time I've heard of a family riding together. Normally it's oh, like really? one person who rides and, and I think they've, you know, they've talked to a family member or a friend, but like not the whole family. So that's, yep. that's actually I mean, we're, we've gotten my mom, you know, like she's got, I think she would love like an e-bike. Okay. Um, but we've gotten her a bike, and she's gone out into the Capitol Trail a few times. Nice. Um, and she, I think she's enjoyed it. Okay. But she's she's just not interested in the the workouts, you know. Like oh. She yeah. She just wants to go and enjoy it, and I want to enjoy it and like sweat, maybe suffer a little bit. Yeah. Um, so so it's it's definitely a, a good thing for our family. Okay. Um, you were in the training team as well, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. Uh, did you find out about training team through the sweet spot or like how'd you? Yeah. Okay. So Erin, um, you know, Erin's just been, let's see, we did a lot of her indoor mm-hmm. like classes and then yeah. I joined a lot of her Wednesday night rides, yep. um, from the shop, mm-hmm. which is close, close to here. Right. Um, her old shop. Yeah. Um, but yes. So, um, joined that because of her. Um, I'd not really ridden much with Rava. Okay. So yeah, no. that was kind of a new, you know, new faces, new mm-hmm. people, which was great. You know, like I think that's one of the best things about Richmond is that on any given weekend, you can find a group of people riding. It's just, it's great. That is, is yeah. in multiple rides multiple on, that, yeah, on that, that particular day. Um, yeah. um, do you like group rides? I do like group rides. Um, it's tough when you're training for something that's maybe not the same as other people and you just have different goals um, so I've, I've struggled with that just being very like task oriented and like okay. wanting to get it done or like I'd have on days that the training team had 80 miles, I had a hundred miles. So like trying to go and squeeze that in beforehand and then, you know, jump it into a group ride. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love group rides. I okay. love, I think that they've, um, with Aaron's that first year I did it, 
um, my comfort level on the bike and riding with other people like improved so much because okay. I mean triathletes are not known for their bike handling skills and you know like I'm mm-hmm. I'm guilty of you know I remember when I got my first bike I did not want to let go of the handlebars I, mm-hmm. I didn't want to get my water bottle I didn't mm-hmm. want to get my nutrition <clears throat> so my comfort level on the bike and and riding with other people is so much better now because of those group rides really oh, okay yeah. um I'm glad you're more comfortable with the the group um Wow, I didn't think about that, not wanting to let go of the handlebar. I did not. I mean, some of it comes down to, like, the fit of the bike. Like, I was just uncomfortable on the saddle. Yeah. Um, and so I was just putting way too much pressure on my on my hands. Yeah. And then as soon as I, you know, let go, in my mind, I just saw myself going over. <laughs> I, I understood that I wasn't going to. But, yeah. um, you know, triathletes in a, in, a, in a triathlon, we don't draft off of people. Um, right. You know, so you, you have to give... I think it's three bike lengths. Um, I could be wrong, but yeah. you just don't draft off people okay, in a yeah. triathlon. Um, so the group rides, I feel like, are kind of what pushes you know that that pushes me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're trying to stay on somebody's wheel. Um, so yeah, I love group rides. Um, thank you for mentioning because I wasn't sure what that distance was. I was also where you weren't supposed to draft off anyone at the triathlon, but roughly three bike. I think it's three bike. It might be six. They might have changed it. I don't know. I just know that I stay really far away from people. (laughs) Okay. Um, I mean, I would imagine it's minimal draft while running, but are you also like in a run you're also supposed to be distant? No. So on the run, there's no like rule about you have Mm -hmm. to remain X, you know, feet apart. Um, You know, and there's sometimes where if there's a really bad headwind, I'll duck behind like the biggest guy (laughs) I can find (laughs) just for comfort. I mean, and whether I get speed from that it's the my understanding is that the the faster you're going the faster the speed the greater the benefit from the draft than if you're just you know if you're going five miles an hour there's almost no to minimal benefit from drafting on someone right so on the run it would be you know a minimal benefit anyway from drafting behind it but yes it would be better to hide from the wind yes um you know um so comfortable with the group rides Mm -hmm. um if you didn't have if you didn't have a big event, would you still ride? Yes. I mean, okay. I don't have anything planned in the near future, and I, I'm itching to get outside on my bike. Okay. You know, like, I, I do miss the group rides. The cold is definitely a deterrent. I'm very much a fair-weather yeah. cyclist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have good gear. So I, I think that, you know, once kind of getting over the the two races this summer that I did, um, and kind of getting, kind of getting back into a routine. I, I can mm-hmm. see myself getting outside more this mm-hmm. winter. Um, yeah, I, I think it's reasonable for everyone to, to not ride as much when it gets to winter time. The weather is it's more like it's going to be rain. It's more likely because it's going to be super cold Yeah. or really windy on the warm day. Like it was Saturday. Oh, did you ride Saturday? Yeah, we went out, we did. Um, I did the ABC ride. And I told the group, like, there's a limit to how much I'll ride in with the wind. Um, and it got pretty close. Like, near the end, near the 1 or 2, like, 1 or 2 p.m. when we were, that's 1 p.m. or so. Like, I could definitely feel the wind picking up. And with the deeper dish wheels I have, oh, like, yeah. crosswind, like, I had to pull away from, I had to pull away from the group because I, I, I get nervous with the wind blowing. Sure. Um, and being so close to others. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there's a limit to the wind. Um have you done any like triathlons or, or, or Ironmans or anything? Like the weather was just terrible? Um, like so you got, like I've done. Like you're getting dumped on kind of thing? 
So in Lake Placid, um, it rained a little bit, and mm-hmm. that was only a problem because the descent, there's a notorious descent. Um, okay. And so that, and again, like I had some race wheels on, um, and it was windy, and people are flying, you know, flying past me, yeah. you know, who were much, much better bike handlers. And um, at that point, I was still on a road bike. Um, but yes, um Okay. I'd say that that was probably the only rainy, like weather-wise. Okay, I'm kind of I'm kind of worried about it mm-hmm. until this year's um, Coeur d'Alene, mm-hmm. um, which you know is in Idaho. If anybody's right. wondering, and um, it is typically pretty like mild there. Like okay. it was in June, end of June, um, and in 2011 when we did it, I think it was 80 degrees as the high. I mean, okay. it was just perfect. It okay. was beautiful. And in my mind, I've probably made it much better than it and it was. But mm-hmm. um, it, it was just a perfect experience. And then this year, there was a heat wave. And I, I think the temps went up to 110, um, 104, 110 on the asphalt. So it was um, pretty miserable. Like that was... Um, I thought I was running on top of the sun. Yeah. It was, it was bad. Um, like people, I think there was a 27% DNF rate. Okay. Um, DNF? Did not finish. Oh. So they are pulled out because they didn't want to keep going yeah, or, or medical yeah. issues. Like I saw a lot of people struggling, you know, with the heat. It was, it was, it was awful really. <laughs> so yeah, wow. I felt like, you know, I'd, I'd worked really, really hard, yeah. um, with, you know, juggling the work, mm-hmm. the training, the kids, and then, you know, it just was not the day that I had in my <laughs> mind. So I think that was probably the worst weather, the worst weather day that I've ever had during an Ironman. Okay. So. Um, and you finished? I finished. Okay. It was, you know, my goal, I think, was um, sub, sub 13 hours. Um, I wanted to go... Um, and I did 14 something, Okay. you know, so that was a little bit of a disappointment. Um, but you know, I, I was happy to finish because it was a tough, I, I wanted to quit quite a few times. Okay. Um, but again, just that stubborn, like I'm not dry, flying halfway across the country, right. actually more than halfway, yeah. um, to get a DNF. So. Wow. Um, uh, so you finished? How did you feel after you finished this thing super hot? I mean, I was proud of myself, yeah. um, you know, but I was all, there was also just like a little tinge of disappointment okay. just because I didn't reach like kind of the goal, okay. um, the time goal. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of, um, I struggle with that a little bit and, and I really do like, um, some other people have probably talked about it a little bit, but like you kind of get like this post race depression, post-race blues because there's this one race that you've been working so hard for and that's been like the goal. And then, um, you know, it doesn't, the, it doesn't quite meet your expectations or it's over. So whether you meet your expectations and everything is great or you don't, there's still like this kind of like, well, what do I do now? Like it's kind of over, it's void. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, there was that kind of feeling afterwards. I was proud of myself, but I could have done better. You know, but I can't change the weather. No, no. So maybe I was a little bit hard on myself, but I, I wanted to do more. So I asked my husband if he would be okay if I thought about doing Ironman Maryland. So fast forward to September, I did Ironman Maryland. Okay. So. And you just, did you 
Did you have to change your training at all, or did you just like continued your training? Um, I took I took some time off. Okay. Um, a couple of weeks. You know, like I'm I'm big on like active recovery. Like I think it's I don't I don't ever see myself not exercising. Um, okay. So whether it's taking the dog for a walk or pushing the stroller around, um, getting in the pool and just kind of swimming some laps. Um, so I, I took a couple of weeks off and then just kind of jumped right back in and, okay. and eased the mileage back up. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Um, yes, act. I don't think I've ever worked on that. I've never really done any training to then think like I need to take a break from cycling. The only time I know I I definitely took like I'm going to definitely take a few days off was when I did bike a mess for the first time in 2019, um, and that was you know I did the two days and I was like yep I'm not going to sit on the bike for right. like a four or five days. Um, it was like, I just, I need, need that recovery. Um, need to chill out and watch TV, eat biscuits or something. Um, <laughs> lots of biscuits. So many biscuits. Um, speaking of eating, yes. um, you finish a ride, um, you finish a Ironman, right? Like, what do you, do you want something? Like, what's the thing you want to have like that night? Or are you just like, I'm just going to go back to eating super healthy. Like what's the. So I, I would not classify my eating as super healthy, um, which I think is an area I can work on. But after like a long race, um, I definitely don't want the pizza that they kind of shove in your face. Like that just, mm, I, I want a beer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And maybe like a, a soft pretzel with some salt. I don't mm-hmm. know. Just something. Um, okay. But it's it's definitely changed after having kids. Um, yeah. So after, after before having kids, I would say, give me all the pizza. Yeah. And now I'm a little... Mm. I don't really, don't really want the pizza. Really? Okay. Don't really want the beer as much, um, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't really have a post-race go-to, but usually it's something something salty, okay. like a bag of salt and vinegar chips, um, nachos. I don't know. Um, I've only done like cycling events, um, charity events. Mm-hmm. So you do not, you think you have to bring all your own nutrition for like the Ironman? Like, or do they have like so they race have, stations? Yeah, and, they have on course nutrition. Okay. Um, and my experience with it, I've never really depended on it. Um, okay. Because they use like the big like coolers and then they just dump. They have volunteers, which we're grateful for, but right. they have the volunteers who maybe don't know like the the ratios of Gatorade to oh, water. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. And so sometimes you'll get like this just super potent Gatorade. <laughs> um, so yes, they have on race nutrition, which I do get the waters. Mm-hmm. Um, so like every 10 miles on the bike, they typically have an aid station. Okay. Um, so I usually on my bike, I have um, my nutrition and I've been using tailwinds. Okay. Um, that seems to, to go down well. Tail, um, wait, tailwinds? What is tailwinds? Mm-hmm. It's um, um uh, Tina Shriver um, recommended it, and it's they've got tons of different flavors. I usually you know get the one I think it's raspberry raz. It's but that's a, a that's a gel or it's a powder that you add into your water. Oh, okay, so hydration mix. Okay, it's right. yeah, it's calories. Okay, you know, and I try to get two hundred and fifty calories an hour. Okay, um, usually I'm not hitting that um and then uh and then lots of water so yeah you take solid food with you i'll do gels um or you know i've bounced back and forth between like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich um Mm -hmm. the pretzels uncrustables 
Uh, usually yeah. a Snickers bar, you know, mm-hmm. like halfway on the bike, they give you a special needs bag, okay. um, which you can stop for. And in Coeur d'Alene, unfortunately, like it was frozen the, in the morning when I put it in my special needs bag, okay. but it was completely melted by the time I got to it, which I think was my like 75. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, I could have, I could have cried. Like I really wanted that <laughs> Snickers, <laughs> but, um, and there were some, you know, like the volunteer who gave me the bag, just, he kind of gave me a pat on the back and was like, sorry, you know, <laughs> but I mean, I don't depend on that. That was kind of like a treat to look forward to. Okay. So, but yeah, um, tailwinds. Um, when I first started, I used Carbo Pro, um, and just had some bad experiences with that. So, mm-hmm. I think I did tailwinds and what else? Tailwinds has been kind of my go-to. Um, okay. Pretty tried and true. Okay. Yep. Um, okay. I'm surprised you don't really have. Well, I guess you, you mentioned some things, some, some solid um, food with you. Um, yeah. Um, how long did it take you to like to dial in to find like that right mix of like the, the, the hydration, you know, that you wanted to take and, and, and solid, small, solid foods? Like, did you already know like when you started riding or did it like take a year, two years, three years to kind of find That's out what, good, was, what worked? You know, like I would say, I would say it was definitely kind of uh, a learning process and then kind of learn how to change with the conditions and how I'm feeling like, um, so I, I, I can't say that I've got it dialed in, mm-hmm. but I feel like I'm aware enough of my body to be like, okay, I need more calories mm-hmm. or I need more water. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think that I'm, um, super purposeful with nutrition. I mm-hmm. just try to stay roughly in a frame of calories okay. and hydration um, I could yeah. do better for sure but and by the time you get to the run it's kind of like a crapshoot you know like really? my stuff I'm lucky with my stomach like I've I mean it's kind of like nothing really bothers it too much okay. um and I train with what I plan on using on the course so like there's nothing the... new on race day which is kind of like a motto yeah you know nothing yeah. new on yeah. race day nothing new on race yeah for um, sure and then the, by the run, I'm usually just shoving like oranges or grapes, um, you know, mm-hmm. into my mouth or chips. It was chips this year, like something salty, yeah. um, pretzels, like whatever, okay. every mile. Really? So, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, snacks. Um, how do you keep track of, do you, do you, do you, so you have a coach still, correct? I do. I've, I'm with Aaron okay. at Endorphin Fitness now. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you um, do you just let your coach kind of look at your ride data and like give you feedback, or do you look at your ride data and like and, and um, look at it kind of thing? I do not look at my ride data. Okay. I well, I'll look at the you know final how fast it was. Okay. Um, I am somewhat of like anti data. Okay. You know, um, so and I don't use a power meter, um, okay. which I think is a good tool, and I've enjoyed using my smart trainer in Zwift. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to kind of figure out what my FTP is and, and focus on that. But outside riding, I really just go by feel. Um, like, am I dying? No. Can I go harder? Yes. Um, yeah. So she'll look at it and give me feedback. Um, I think for, for, for me at least like the run, um, she looks at that and I think that her feedback on the run is probably more helpful. Really? Okay. Yeah. To me. Um, how are you tracking all of this? Like you're doing it in, in one one go, the, you know, like a bike. Or, um, 
like what are you, are you using a watch bike computer like a combination so of... i have a garmin i have a garmin for the bike okay um like a lot of triathletes use like a garmin like triathlon specific mm-hmm. watch um and i don't have those i use an apple watch for mm-hmm. runs okay. um they are not i don't think that they're accurate like so you can go do a run mm-hmm. and actually i do run with music because i'm a solo runner like sure. i love running by myself yeah and no one really wants to run when i run like it 4 30 5 o'clock like people don't want to run like then in the morning in the morning um Seems so i have run with my apple watch and my husband's garmin mm-hmm. which can do multi-sport and um yeah it's pretty um they're not consistent i feel like okay. the garmin is much much more accurate yeah um but yeah, I don't I don't use the same watch during a race, okay. um, but I did for Coeur d'Alene and I did for Maryland. So mm-hmm. I upload everything to Strava, mm-hmm. and then it automatically uploads to Training Peaks, so I can kind of see all of the data in um, Training Peaks, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, the Apple Watch, because I, I have one myself, uh-huh. um, it is nice as a smartwatch. It is great um, as a activity tracker. It is good. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't think it's that great. Um, in comparison to Garmin smartwatches, it does not. I would say it compares, but it's clearly not as good. Like Garmin makes some really fantastic um, uh, activity tracking watches. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that like the Apple Watch is like for the normal person. Like Apple Watch is fine, sure. but like yeah, Tripline no. Um, which Apple Watch do you have, by the way? You know. Um, you know? I think it's the six. Okay. Um. I'm not sure. I just know that. I mean, it, this one is better than the first one that I had. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's just not like I'll swim with it, and it has like a swim mode. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure the last version that I had, like, it wouldn't even let you switch from yards to meters. You know, and I okay. swim in a meter pool, and you know, it kind of makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't even think they have a multi-sport option. On this, so like, if I wanted to do a triathlon with this, I don't think one the battery would last, no. and two, <laughs> no. I don't think that it would be accurate at all. Like the Garmin um, that I wore, I, I couldn't tell you which Garmin it was yeah. um, that I wore during these two recent races. Um, but it was nice to kind of have okay, swim, transition one, mm-hmm. um, bike, transition two, and then my run all in one group. So that that was nice. You just like click the button and it would do, or would it recognize that you? you <laughs> no, it click? does not. You have to click it, which okay. <clears throat> for Coeur d'Alene, I did not. I pushed the start stop button instead yeah. of the lap button, which okay. you're supposed to hit. Okay. So that was, you know, I, if I were really hung up on being specific with how long it took me in T1, yeah. then um, I might get upset, but you know, it, it is what it is. I think I realized 15 minutes onto the bike that, oh, I didn't do it right. <laughs> okay. So, but yeah, that's. It is what it is. You yeah, know. Uh, the the race is the ride is done. You the know, ride's the, done. The, the event is done. Is, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Next next time. Yep. Um, so okay, yeah, because I wanted to ask, like, you know, how do you track everything? So you're not a fan of data, but yes, you track it. Your coach looks at the data and yeah. training peaks. Okay. Yep. Um, do you take your bike with you on your vacations? Oh yeah, if I can, okay, for sure. Like usually. We do like a family beach trip um, to the Outer Banks sometime in June, and the bikes always go. Um, oh, yeah. The bikes go. Um, my husband takes his. My sister, brother, and Yes, everybody has a bike. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, if it's drivable and I could put it on the back of my car, I will take it. For okay. sure. 
Okay. Yeah. And my running shoes. Okay. But it's a, okay. So everyone will go. Everyone will take the bike if they can. Yeah. How did, um, wait, um, I think we asked, um, have you been in any accidents? I know of one. Yeah. So I was in one with with you and then there was another occasion and I'm sure we were training for me and a group of friends were out. Um, It was on Mill Road. Like mm-hmm. Verina, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and we had just started. We usually before the Capitol Trail was really put in, and you could start like you know at Great Shiplock or yeah. um, from Stone. We would start at Osborne Boat Landing, yeah, um, and then ride down Mill, and then you know ride off through out there. Um, and two pit bulls came like charging out of the house that's right right there. And I thought either okay, do we do we try to avoid the pit bulls? Mm-hmm. Um, or do we hit them and risk them like attacking us? Like, yeah. so it was, I don't know. I don't think that there was a good, they just came running out of the middle of nowhere. And, you know, we, I hit one like just straight on really? and went straight down. Um, and I landed, you know, I landed pretty bad on my hip. Okay. So I had an underlying hip issue and I think that sealed the deal. So okay. I had hip surgery on that, um, which was not caused by the, the, the bike crash with the pit bull. Um, the pit bulls were fine and yeah. they were super sweet. Okay. Um, like jumped in our laps and started licking us. Um, okay. But it could have gone differently. Okay. Yeah. So I was, I was definitely. So, so not, okay. Sorry. Just to clear. So the dogs didn't like come out cause they were trying to attack you. They just no. ran across the street. Okay. No, they were coming out to greet us. Okay. No, I think they were very different scenario. Hi. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. But yeah, they, they, they were puppies. Uh, they were little, um, okay. you know, but, super sweet and the owners you know apologized and okay. a little old couple came up and picked us up and took us back to our cars okay. and the bike was okay but um i think that 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 was probably my first like crash and then mm-hmm. i had another one on a group ride like mm-hmm. close to the yeah. end um mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure i had a concussion from that um like my helmet was you know cracked but um thank god for helmets you know right yeah. um that was on um that river road i don't know it was um, coming back onto like close to the hanover county courthouse Mm -hmm. yeah i recall that i was telling somebody about this this morning i was was like yeah to ask about that um because yes being there um you were you were you seemed very shaken up i was very Um, shaken up yes um, you know by that um and you know but you you made it back and took a moment and made sure you were yeah you okay you hauled me back yeah you like yeah yeah, we were like, let's make sure, because, you know, I don't want to be the ride there. Someone died on my ride. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, let's make sure you get back. And um, and Catherine followed you home. Yes, she she home. drove behind me home just to make sure. And I'm glad she did. You know, yeah. like, you know, my kind of first, like, I'm okay, I'm okay. But I did not feel okay. And, like, and, and in hindsight, I probably shouldn't have driven. Um, yeah. But then I, you know... Um, I think it was just more like it was such, it was almost slow motion. Like I could see it happening. Mm-hmm. I knew I was going down. Um, and then I just hit, you know, I hit my head pretty hard. Um, yeah. So um, after that accident, like, did you feel any trepidation about getting on the bike at all? I thought I would, but okay. I really didn't because okay. I mean, it was really, it, they have to, it, I feel like with cycling, like, you're probably going to get an, into an accident at some point. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of when okay. um, and how bad. You know, whether it's car versus bike or bike versus bike or yourself versus the bike. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I've, I feel like 
when I was learning to clip in, I mean, mm-hmm. I totally did like the, yeah, the you know, slowly tip over. Oh yeah. yeah just yeah. tipped right on over. So I feel like it's going to happen. Just hopefully it's not right that bad. horrible. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't, I was fine. Okay. Bike was fine. That's good. So, That's a priority. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, when you started doing triathlons, um, and jumping around here, did you clip in immediately? Like when did you, when did you start clipping in? I, I clipped in immediately, um, okay. you know, because, and I wish, because I went to Virginia Tech for undergrad, mm-hmm. and I had a bike there, you know, just to kind of get from class to class, mm-hmm. um, and I'm, why didn't I cycle when I was out there? Like, I mean, it's just such a good place to ride bikes, um, so I didn't practice really, I kind of just went straight from, I think I bought the bike with, with platform pedals on, mm-hmm. and then just switched to, it, it just makes more sense, so mm-hmm. I didn't really play around with the platform pedals. I just went straight to clip clip in. in. Um, and I definitely, um, I definitely felt super, like super unstable at first, (laughs) which makes no, which makes no sense really. But I I did practice, like I sat on the trainer, you know, and I practiced, you know, over Mm -hmm. and over clipping in, clipping out. Um, yeah. So, and I fell, I fell quite a few times, Mm -hmm. you know, we all do, and yep. everyone, no one just feel like they're not gonna fall over at some point in time. Um, when did you learn to ride a bike? Oh, I was little, like little kid. Yeah, um, I you know, I feel like it's like kind of the classic story, and I can't wait for it to happen with e- either of my daughters. But mm-hmm. um, you know, like your dad's holding on to the back, and yeah. you or you're pedaling, and he lets go, and you don't realize it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I grew up riding bikes um mm-hmm. like just around the neighborhood for fun yeah. um and you know i hope that my children can do that um but i think there's just so much more out there now for kids and yeah. bikes mm-hmm. um yeah which is exciting so i would be super thrilled if either of them got into it but if they do they do if they don't you know okay. they don't okay i'm i it's good to it's awesome when someone can like, you know, uh, follow their, their parents' footsteps mm-hmm. kind of thing, right? And they take it on themselves. Uh, but also a parent being accepted is like, hey, yes, that would be awesome, but clearly I'd be happy to do their own oh, thing yeah. kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm glad you're not going to disown your kids. If no. Just become no. like baseball players instead. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, thinking of when you got comfortable things, right? Your, your kid, like, I'm always curious about... When did someone find, like, this is the kit that really feels good and I really enjoy this as opposed to, like, this is just the one I started with. Like, when, was there some point where you were like, oh, this kit is fucking awesome? I'm not a kit, so, Uh-oh. yeah, like, I'm not a kit person. I, I want to find, like, the best shorts for me okay. and then, like, the top is, like, okay, whatever. Okay. Um, but I, I will say, like, um, Core um, okay. makes a triathlon short. Okay. Um, that it, it just works. It just, it feel like there was no like transition. There was no, it just, it just felt great. Okay. So it is a triathlon like brand. Um, and I just have like one, a couple of pairs of their black shorts. Okay. Um, and I think I have, I have several like kits, mm-hmm. but I just always go for those black shorts okay. and then whatever top I can like find. Sure. Okay. Um, so I wish that I was a little bit more like coordinating and like color, but I'm just not. <laughs> I, I guess I, I was asking more in the case of the comfort. Like yes. finding this thing is like amazingly comfortable, however it looks kind yeah. of thing. Um, and so just curious about that, you know, how long it takes for someone to 
to find like oh this is the this is the best fit for me kind of thing. yeah so. yeah and so I think that for me at least it was less about the kit being comfortable like I feel mm-hmm. like I've had a couple of really bad shorts that were just mm-hmm. I will wear this never again yeah. <laughs> um but I think it for me it was the saddle like okay. between the the bike fit and then the saddle okay and maybe giving up the idea that it's ever never it's never going to feel amazing <laughs> you know like there's always going to be like okay a I've little been on bit a, discomfort yeah, yeah there's always going to be like a little bit of maybe okay after six hours I'm going to feel uncomfortable yeah and just kind of accepting that and then you know chamois butter oh, I mean I'm waiting for someone to tell me like they do a lot of riding but they use no chamois butter I can't I, mean, I can do short rides you know like sure. if I I mean I forget it you know yeah. so maybe an hour is my my, my max on that Okay. But chamois butter and a good saddle. Yeah. Um, did you switch it? Did you try? You're not using your, your stock saddle. No. Okay. I, I'm so jealous of people that can do that. Right. Like, who are those people? Like, they're, <laughs> just, they're I go buy a bike and I'm just going to ride this saddle and it's yeah. great. Like, yeah. that is just like a unicorn, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, how many saddles do you think you've been through? I So, I, with triathlons, like, I think there was... Let's see, I had a triathlon bike for maybe three triathlons, four triathlons. Okay. Um, I'm just not a fan of it, but with trying to get fit on the, the tri bike, it was really simple. Okay. Like it was the Adamo something, something, something. Okay. Um, and a Cobb. I used those two. Wait, wait. Two, two different bikes? Yeah, two different tri bikes. Okay, you know? okay. So, Adamo and the Cobb. Okay. So, but with the road bike, I've, I've tried probably at least 20. 20, 20 different saddles yeah wow. and I mean and again Richmond is just so lucky like at the time like Richmond Cycle Corps mm-hmm. um, like when I first was starting they were they had their shop and they mm-hmm. had test saddles um, and Craig Dotson was doing like my fits and he just let me try you know whichever saddle and I mean it was a pretty quick like I don't like this one I don't yeah. like this one <laughs> I don't like this one um, so I think the Cobb is what I liked on my road bike. Okay. Um, and then the Adamos. I'm now on an Adamo. Okay. And I, and I love it. On my road bike. I don't own a triathlon bike anymore. Okay. So, yep. Are you happy without a triathlon bike? I am. I okay. am very much a road bike. I think I think a triathlon bike is much faster, okay. but I just feel better on a road bike. So. More comfortable. More comfortable. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, you had uh, your daughter? My daughter, yep. Um, how, of course, we also had a pandemic that happened in 2020. Or at yes. Least started for us here in the States. Um, how did that impact your training, your cycling life? Like, how did that, it, did that weigh in at all? So I think I've thought about this a lot because we found out that I was pregnant, you know, before the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, when it did hit, I mean, I remember remember being at work and being like, can I touch patients or, you know, like what's going to happen? Like, you know, I'm pregnant. I didn't know. I didn't know kind of where I was safety wise. And am I doing everything to keep us both safe? Because mm-hmm. um, I think I was around four months pregnant when the pandemic started. Um, and at that point, you know, things were just shutting down. Like mm-hmm. races were being canceled, yeah. you know, like, I mean, everything was just like being shut down and I, I remember having friends that were training for these big races mm-hmm. and just being like oh my gosh like there goes months of training and just being like I felt so horrible for them yeah and also you know somewhat grateful that I was not planning on any races in 2020 okay. yeah um 
you know, minus a baby, which in a way is just like a really long endurance race, um, <laughs> being pregnant, at least for me. Um, but I think that after having Blythe, my daughter, mm-hmm. in August of 2020, um, and then kind of giving myself a couple of months to recover from childbirth um, mm-hmm. and then getting back into training, in a lot of ways, it kind of kept me sane. Okay. Um, I mean, postpartum anxiety, I feel like I had it with my first child yeah. during a non-pandemic year. And then the anxiety with okay, who can hold your baby? And who do you feel safe with coming over to your house with this pandemic that we don't know how it affects anybody? You know, and no vaccines were out, you know? So Mm -hmm. it was definitely um, high anxiety for me. Like, and and training really kind of kept me like from losing my shit, losing my cool, like all the time. (laughs) So so in a lot of ways, because there were not many like social things, Um, and I'm definitely not having play dates, you know, yeah. like, so in a yeah. lot of ways it kind of freed up more time for training. Okay. Um, I would, I would choose not to have a pandemic and trying to figure out, you know, training in normal times, yeah. but in a lot of ways it kind of made training easier. Okay. Um, and it definitely kept me sane. Like okay. I, I do think that if I hadn't had a race planned that I would have, I, I think I would have really struggled with anxiety. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, so, and then, yeah. I mean, just the whole, you know, nursing and, mm-hmm. you know, my, we had vaccines at that point. Yeah. You know, come February, I was vaccinated. Um, you know, and having the vaccine and nursing, like, do you keep going? Like, I really wanted to stop because that's 30 minutes during your morning where you could be working out and mm-hmm. you're either pumping or nursing. And, yeah, it's definitely like... What, why am I having this decision? You know, like yeah. I just wanted to be done um, so I could focus on on training. But at the same yeah. time, if there's any possibility of passing on antibodies, um, then I'm yeah. going to do it. Yeah. So it definitely, um, it was it was, it was was hard. It yeah. was really hard um, with that. And then even group rides. Like there were times where, I, and, and one of the reasons why I did choose the sweet spot and RABA mm-hmm. training team was because they required vaccinations. Yeah. Um, and so that, while I don't, you know, shun people who are not vaccinated, it made me feel better about it. Okay. Um, so in my mind, I kind of justified it as, okay, these people are, are taking this somewhat seriously on yeah. some level. So, yeah. Okay. It, it definitely was a good thing. Okay. Yep. So you were to, okay. Um, and... And I think that's that's a that's the thing I've 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 heard of others who got into cycling or were able to do more because there wasn't other things to right. do. Yeah. Um, so it, it freed up time for a lot of people, hence our bike shortage, um, uh, to get out and ride or focus on riding more. Yep. Because mm-hmm. um, there was no parties, there was no clubs, there was no bars, there was no movies, movies, there was no museums, nope. there was no theater. Um, there was nothing other than what was outside. Yep. Um, speaking of which, today is New Bike Day. Um, oh. You may have missed. It's a. I saw the big box. Yeah. Canyon. Yeah. Um, I got exciting. a I got a grizzle and um, I'm looking forward to opening the box. They actually del- they were supposed to deliver it Wednesday. Supposed to deliver it Wednesday, and every like four hours I was checking the, del- <laughs> the delivery time. Um, and then I checked yesterday, and it said coming tomorrow coming oh, wow. Saturday um, or coming to Sunday and so um, but then I checked early this morning and said nope 
it's coming Monday. So I was like, okay, I'll go do this other stuff in the morning. Um, and so I was out. And then when I was out, I looked to check the thing again. And actually, I got a text message saying, package delivered, signed for by Jay Jones. Um, which Did I don't you, know if that was the FedEx person who signed for themselves. I thought it was my neighbor next door. <laughs> She's a nice lady. Um, I thought it was her. And so I was expecting to come back home around 3.30 and have to go over to her house to get this box, which I was like, how is she moving this right. box anyway? It's huge. But it was just on my doorstep. <laughs> so I don't know if FedEx just signed for it themselves and left it. Um, either way, it is in the house. And so I'm looking forward to that opening it and putting it together. So new bike day. Um, today is the 12th. Um, why do you keep doing the Ironmans and training like why do you keep going back and doing this well I think it'll be a pause for now at least for a couple of years Um, but it is just the challenge and it's you know like a lot of I feel like when somebody has a baby women um, have a baby I think that it's just kind of I don't know I think it's kind of expected for them to like kind of give up things that they love Mm -hmm. and I don't know I think it's just a challenge and I like to have a goal Um, that kind of gives me like direction and because I can you know like I'm I'm 40 like Mm -hmm. so you know like I'm I'm not getting younger but like I tell patients um, all day like you got to keep moving you know Mm -hmm. and I feel like to have children um, like I want to be an example for them Um, and and like they they don't get it right now like Sloan got to go to Ironman Maryland and she got to watch and that was just the best. Yeah. Um, like I get goosebumps seeing her out there cheering. Um, but one day she's going to get it. Yeah. Um, and she's going to realize like, that was hard. And like, yeah. I can do hard things, whether yeah. it's a triathlon or like a test or, yeah. you know, getting into college, like she can do hard things. Yeah. So I think that's kind of my motivation now. Yeah. But it just changes. Okay. Um, yes, she will, um, she will grow up and, um, there's another guy I was talking to, Jeff, about him uh, doing weight loss. Uh, well, making a decision to do weight, you know, to, to try to, you know, maintain his weight or lose weight. Because um, he thought about his kids, right? Yep. Um, and, and your daughters, when they grow up, they'll be like, Mommy did all these things, right? Yep. And that'll make that barrier a bit lower for them to, to do those same things or to, you know, to stay active. Um, because they'll remember Mommy did this. Yeah. Well, and just taking care of your body mm-hmm. and your mind. Like, <clears throat> really, I mean... You know, I think a lot of women like get obsessed with how their body changes after having a baby, and mm-hmm. I think that having that goal and having future goals, it kind of takes the focus off of what does my body look like and what can my body do. Yeah. And um, I think that um, that's important. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Um, well, Meredith, uh, I would like to say I'd like to thank you for your time. Uh, I appreciate you sharing the stuff about your kids and the training, um, how your life was impacted with the, the COVID and um, being a mom and deciding to train and that kind of thing. So yeah. um, I appreciate you you sharing all of that. Um, and hopefully uh, listeners will enjoy um, hearing their story. So. Yes. Well, thanks for having me. This is great. <laughs>